Welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Pin High Media. Two things. Puerto Rico curse is over. And this is a live golf episode. Deal with it. Let's get into it. This is Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Pin High Podcast. Let's get in the clubhouse right off the bat. Sure, it's it's a live golf episode, like I said in the intro, but I would be remiss if I did not mention that we cannot find an excuse <laughs> for the Puerto Rico curse anymore. Tony Finau has just tarnished anything we had. We had the, the oh, they, have, they haven't won it on American soil. Oh, now they haven't won it on a Sunday. Nah, he straight up won, and you know what? The Puerto Rico curse is over. Yeah, I was trying to nitpick it. Like he won on a Sunday, won in the U.S. He he like, hasn't won in the South. I guess but still, <laughs> I don't know if that's a Puerto Rico curse. Uh, that's not a Puerto Rico. Yeah. No, um, no, it's it's but done. It's yeah, I think I think he's done. defeated it now. I think the Puerto Rico curse was was there. They were he got a little good luck there at the end on on seventeen. Like he hit it off the like hospitality, and it like just landed in bounds, and then. Oh, he tried he to give it away too. Bogey. Like he yeah. tried to give it away. He like, tried the, to give it away. The, he was fighting the curse pretty hard there uh, at the end, but uh, you gave know, it it was hard, to, hard to give it up. Would we have attributed that to the curse? Oh, one hundred percent. That was yeah. that was that would be. I'm not even sure if I that believe that the curse was really still alive, but no, no, I, it's <laughs> it, it was just a little bit we had basically, and it was. Uh, but what, what, what was he up on the 18th hole? Was he up by four going into 18 or something like that? Or something even crazier, like yeah. uh, like five or five going to 17 or something like that? And if, if he, was he had blown back. that lead on 18, uh, somehow lost, that like it would have been a we, we would have been if we'd be out here full blown saying, is this actually still really like a thing? And like, yeah. is like no one has won in the US on a Sunday? And <laughs> I mean, whatever. So, I'm like, so just going it's, going it's into ridiculous. the going into the round. Like, Tony Finau was up there, but it, it didn't really look like he was gonna win. Like, I actually watched a decent amount of this tournament, and like a good amount. And Scott Piercy did not. Fall. He was first round leader. He was gonna be wire to wire winner, and he at one point I saw on uh, so on social media was. Minus seven twenty to win at one Jeez. point on Sunday. Well, was, was he? He up? He was up by three going to the final round. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think so. On, on he, Grio. he got to twenty no, under Rio. Um, oh, twenty under five. He was five over for the final round. Like just yeah, did not have it at all. And that's then bad. like even like Grio, who was like, up it, there, like, was even par for the final round. Like Hoagie was minus one for the final. Like. Grayson Sig plus one, like the guys who were up near the top just like didn't play well the final day. So that kind of opened the door for, for Tony Finau to, to take it over. Um, and Sanjay M to get a backdoor T2, but, uh, yeah, kind of crazy. And like also one of the, I know it played, I think I, I saw it played a little tougher in the week because of the wind, but also like an easy course on the PGA tour. This is just in a very, very stark difference from, the open that we had a couple weeks ago and but it's yeah and this wasn't a good field at all uh and we can get into that with live too but it's it was guys near the top hadn't had hadn't either hadn't won in forever or just hadn't won in general and that's it clearly showed and now this kind of segues into the rest of the episode but like this is what you're gonna have to get used to like yep the PGA Tour might be like this for a good majority of the year, or mm-hmm. a good majority, like good long stretches of the year. It's gonna be like that. And you know, if you're a fan of the tour and like you like the storylines, like for instance, I don't know, this week you had Chris Goddard up playing like pretty okay, like he's t he's top thirty. Um, you know, guys like that who are like you know coming on the scene. You're still gonna like the tour, and it's still gonna be fun to watch. It wasn't a bad leaderboard yet. Fino and him who were the top two finishers, 
but you know, the superstar surge is kind of like going to be phased away. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of tough, especially for these tournaments after all the majors are done. Like these tournaments are notoriously aren't really good fields to begin with, like never even without with golf. So like. Mm-mm. just kind of getting worse and like tony Finau was your favorite coming into the tournament this week uh and he ended up winning you might see a lot of that in the last few weeks you might see a lot of you know guys we haven't heard from guys that you know are coming up might start winning some tournaments here maybe maybe even starting this week so uh yeah i mean it's it's gonna be different but that's kind of the world we live in right now yeah i mean there's just there's talks of uh this is a phrase that kind of did it for me that got me all riled up. Just talks of a mass exodus from the PGA of the PGA tour, uh, you know, membership. And I'm just like, dude, I think it's past the live is an inevitable talk. And it's, or at least it's getting there. But once like the FedEx cup playoffs happen and like guys start to leave after that, it's like live is here. Oh, it's here right now. It is here right now. It's, like, it's absolutely here right now. Yeah. It just take it's taking these guys. It's uh all people talk about during non-major weeks, during even during major weeks is is live. Um, and you're right, it's gonna get worse, especially after the FedEx Cup, and guys are gonna get their money and and dip. And I don't I don't kind of like money wise if you're up you know top of the board and you're gonna get like maybe a cam smith is doesn't go until after the fedex cup and he wins the fedex cup who knows but it's definitely gonna it's it's gonna be a topic of conversation for a long long time you have, you have i mean yeah you have- talking about do player this week in the news cycle do do players care about the Ryder cup who would have thought that would have been a, a uh, headline yeah. a year ago or six months ago. It's I mean, crazy. something's going to have to happen. Like it, something, there's going to be a breaking point here where the PGA Tour can't limit people from going to live anymore. I mean, the first batch of players that went to live, like okay, they like DJ moved the needle a little bit, but you kind of had your older guys there. But all of a sudden, like Bryson made the move, uh, Brooks Kepka made the move. You know, some other younger guys, Abraham Answer made the move. That's where we're like starting to see, okay, like this is a real thing. Like guys are going to go play here if they're offered the right amount of money. So, like, you know, at some point, the PGA Tour might only be Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas, and that's it. So there might be, there's going to have to be a breaking point at some point because these guys are going to want to play in majors. I feel like the PGA Tour can't keep them out just because they went to go play and live golf for that long. Like the, the lawyers are going to get to a resolution here where they're going to be allowed back on the PGA tour. I just don't know when that's going to happen and how that's going to happen really. So, well, I, I think one of the big turning points, at least for me and seeing this was, like you said, all these guys are going and the guys like Rory and Rob Morikawa, JT speed, they're all pledging their allegiance, which I love and people love. But as soon as and Rory is he's ripping the tour, he's ripping Greg Norman, ripping, doing all that. Excuse me. And as soon as he says, uh, I think at a press conference at the open, or maybe the week before, he's, as soon as he says, we gotta find a way to get some of the money, some of this money into into the PGA Tour guys' hands too. It's that, that kind of changes things, and I think I think there could be a point where there is a strategic alliance between maybe it's not just live or maybe it's the pgl i know that's separate from live and it's it could so something we're had like the, i know the pga tour has put more money into these like riviera bay hill these signature events which i think is great I, I, that that changes things a little bit for the guys makes gives guys more incentive to play and stay and have an off season that kind of thing but it, it will come to a point where these guys going to live or getting offered so much money that it might, it might not matter. And if they, especially after the FedEx cup, it might, and if they get world ranking points, it, it might not matter. They might just say, we're going to, I'll take the 40, $50 million uh, and go over to live and leave the PGA tour with maybe with those superstars. And then no one else behind that. Like, you know, you just, 
we just don't know it's still it's still it's here but it's also there's still so much unknown it's it's kind of scary to think about i mean you I also say, you can't keep these guys like off of other tours too because if you think about it if live just keeps drawing like bigger and bigger names like right now they're only doing 48 man fields who knows if that's going to change in the future but like it's like it's in the plans yeah like well, they some just of came these out guys the are going to get, they're gonna get pushed out so they just came out, they just came out with a relegation system like, I yesterday. Saw that. yeah and like the so, asian tour and like in the but it's that's the whole point it's like these guys are playing for these shorter schedules that they're gonna have to play in the, the asian tour if there's if it gets too big and like they're gonna have to play even more events probably it's 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 crazy yeah i mean they already announced that it's gonna be a 14 uh tournament schedule next year which uh, yeah. so what is it eight or ten this year so, so yeah, I mean, six like, more events obviously they're gonna play more than like you know eight events in a year and it's gonna grow if if it does continue to grow we don't really know how this is all gonna play out with you know the alliance that you had maybe mentioned but i don't know it just it, right now there's like so much momentum gaining traction like every single week for live whether it's player announcements or like uh you mentioned this like relegation and qualifying uh you know setup that they that they announced yesterday because that's huge for them being able to uh gain the official world golf rankings points mm -hmm. it's just it's here <laughs> that's all like i don't know how else to say it yeah, and then just like the way that Live Golf treats their players, like you see, you saw the private jet, you saw the like accommodations for caddies, the locker rooms. Like it, it is like it enticing for a player to go over there and play and live, especially if you're going to play a little bit less. Like PGA Tour, like accommodations aren't even paid for on the PGA Tour. Like you got to pay your way there. If you miss the cut, you're not making any money that week. You're actually going to be negative because you have to pay for hotel, you got to pay for your caddy, you know, other parts of your team swing coach, like all that stuff where like on live you're getting paid no matter what and you're getting the accommodations it hasn't been this this circus that everybody said it might be because like we're all like all right but this all sounds great but let's see you know let's see if it actually happens let's see if they pull through because you know this has happened before where you know everything's been you know a ruse or whatever but it just seems like everything's running smoothly unless there's something behind the scenes that i don't know about well, that's the thing. It's it's running smoothly right now, but we're also only we're only two events in too. Yeah. It's it could very well more guys go, and maybe after this year, maybe, maybe guys are. I know Sergio. I don't know. I didn't read too much into it. I didn't look. Uh, yeah, read about it too much. But I know Sergio said he's changed his mind and wants to play in the European Tour again. Uh, yeah. But he just changed his mind on on. Uh like whether he's gonna um like challenge it or not okay that's what and if he I, wants I to read, maintain his, his rider cup uh yeah status which is like fair like it is wants to maintain that while you know still doing what he wants to do not playing on the pga tour and we can get into henrik stenson a little bit too that. uh but it's like th this is two events in there's still what six left is there one this week is that the is that that one this week Minister, yeah okay uh but like pe people might realize like people might say like like maybe this is this isn't for me maybe they have a year of like maybe kepka has his year of not giving a shit about golf for a year and then goes back and, and says i missed the competition like some of these guys i'm sure like it's because it's it's yeah it's a ton of money but these guys are all athletes and competitors at heart too I, I would hope and i would hope would say or maybe at least some of them say you know what it was like i, I got my money i got my experience and i don't even know if they can do this but if they're not going to be able to play in majors for if they can't qualify and their world ranking points are going to dip and dip and dip and i don't know what the full extent of the asian tour and that how many events they're going to have to play in that and how many world ranking points they're going to be able to get in that and but if the, the as the current world ranking points go right now, they're not going to be able to get points on the live tour for like I think two that's years. A, that's a decision that they already like came to peace with, and you know, and yeah, they they very well might they very well could have possibly 
uh, made that decision and said, you know, what, I'm just going to make my money and go. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like a guy or two or maybe someone who gets relegated to the Asian tour it says like, no, what this like, like, no, this is like, I want to go back to the PGA tour and like, who knows what happens? Who knows what happens then? It's uh, like you said, it's like a circus. I think when people, you never, you never know what, who to trust at this point either. I got, that's, that's part of the circus. Yeah. For me. But I guess, I guess mm. when it comes to majors, like I've noticed that a lot of the guys that have gone over to the live tour are major champions. They've won majors. They're exempt into certain yeah. majors. You know, Cam Smith probably the deciding factor out. for him is that he's exempt for the next five years in all the majors. So he's going to he play is. in all the majors. Um, oh. Guys that have won recently are going to play here because if they see it as a short-term venture and they're going to end up back on the PGA tour at some point, well, they're in the majors for the years that they're not on the PGA tour, but I, I don't know what happens in the future. Like nobody really knows. So in the, the relegation system though, like it kind of protects a lot of these guys that might not even be playing well to start and might not play well and, and live in general. Um, I'm trying to look it up right now for the specifics, but I'm pretty sure if you like come on, come in number two to 32 in the money list uh, of live. If you are a major champion within the past, like five years, um, there's a bunch of things that like, like that in the relegation system that protect the players um, from that. And that makes sense. But the top ones, the top ones that would, I think Greg Norman's also very loyal to like some of the, the guys who made the move like originally yeah. like who made the jump like right away so like the djs of the world not that dj would ever fall out of those rankings but like just he will he, he will if he doesn't play road rank like world events that but we're talking about the live golf the live golf rankings. we're talking about the live ones live golf rankings like they're not going to kick dj out of oh, yeah. because he didn't acquire no. enough points because he's one of the first guys that went over there so uh yeah it's uh it's interesting that you know they're going to introduce this relegation, which means that they obviously have more commitments um, for the future. I think that we just don't know about yet. So uh, yeah, it be, does become a problem when you have a limited 48 man field. Like how do you decide which 48 play? So yeah, and it's there's no, there's, and... I Go feel ahead. like right now, every argument that you, that we try to muster up, to be like, ah, oh, no, it's not going to work out. Like so far, all signs have pointed towards like those obstacles are going to be, you know, they're going to be, I don't know, like it's not, they're not going to be issues. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hats off to Greg Norman. He's come up with a solution for almost every issue that everybody's well, the solution. Up. Well, the solution is just off partnering with the Saudis and just give him a, boatload of money that's like in like but infinite amount of money there have been is, some smart moves that he's that he's made that like you know like this relegation system and coming up with all these things i was reading through all of it like on golf digest and i was like i wonder who is sitting around a table thinking of these because like these are actually some like pretty good ideas like there's probably and there's got to be like internal talks about how to get world ranking points just so these yeah. guys aren't like left out in the dust well, like, like, i think it was paul casey's like reasoning like a couple weeks ago saying how like well, if all these guys go play in the world, like in the Asian tour event or whatever, those become elevated events because you now have, you know, 20 players in the top 100 in the world playing in that event, which makes that Asian tour event worth more in world ranking points than like a normal PGA tour event. So, well, it, it does, but also, well, they have those world ranking points. I got to get on it like now. But, but they're, yeah, but the same thing, like I heard, like, like no enough to, I heard, I heard this. And this whole the whole world ranking points is like that. There's a two year period between when this like tour, either when it's concepted or when they apply for world ranking points, can get the world ranking points like live that they want. And also the requirements are has to be like seventy two holes. It has to have a certain number of other qual like qualifying system, which they're going to do with the Asian tour. Um, but also the world. Like I think right now the world rank world golf ranking system, the points, it's it's top heavy. So if you have a guy, if you have a uh who's number one in the world, Sky Scheffler, 
playing in a random Asian tour event, he's going to elevate that field significantly because he's the number one player on the field. But I think at the end of this year, they're changing the world ranking points to make it more based on depth too. So those, a guy, if one, if a Sky Shuffler goes to play an Asian tour event and he's the only one within the top 100 or something like that in the world, it's not going to mean even nearly as much as it would have this past year or uh, whatever in the past. Uh, so it's like all these top, these top guys could go like a DJ, the DJs, the Brooks is the answers. They could play these Asian tour events if they're not getting the, the world ranking points from the live events. But at the same time, like as they're not playing live events, they're going to fall down the world rankings, which means that they're, the ranking in, of the Asian tour events are going to not be as strong as they would have been however many years ago. And it's just, it'll be interesting to see, obviously DJ and guys, have they have exemptions, but who's going to, like, how, how, and like certain majors, you have to top 50 in the Masters is, I think is the benchmark and certain number of other, probably top 75, something like that in the other, other tournaments. But it's going to be harder for these guys to get back into the top positions to say like, Oh, I don't have to worry about playing this. Cause I could, I'm already qualified for a major. Like they're going to have to, if they are going to be in the majors, they're going to have to ball out in the majors if they want to have a chance to like play in every single one, maybe. Yeah. Like I mean, this, very this is possibility. like the Matthew Wolf's of the world. Like, yeah, that's that guy, kind I of what that feel like Matthew Wolf is going to fall off. I saw his yeah, absolutely on, the, is. on the odds list of, for like the Bedminster tournament, and I was just like, "That guy's that guy's gonna fall off." I don't know what it is, but the weird swing, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that, but mental, just, yeah. <laughs> well, like, even a guy like Patrick Reed, like his exemptions run out after the Masters. His exemptions run out next year. I'm pretty sure. Like, what what, hap- what happens after that? Or and DJ's making money. He won. He he won in what he won in. Oh, he won the Masters a few years ago, but. The guys who won, like Sergio, like what what's going to happen with him? Like he's not. Yeah, gonna be able I to mean, I guess I guess in these majors, if he's not getting the world ranking points or something, like playing well in other other majors. When it comes not, to some of those guys it. that you mentioned, I think what it comes down to is they're past their primes, kind of. I mean, like DJ could still out, go out there and win a major, but like yeah. when, it, when it came to making a choice between not being eligible for the majors in the next five years or getting paid uh, over a hundred million dollars for the next five years. I think the money kind of outweighed that because no, they are at an age where like winning more majors doesn't really matter to them. They've already done it. They've been there. So I, I don't know. It's just, that's kind of a choice they had to make. And I've, you know, we've been seeing that most of the guys over the age of 35 have decided to jump to the live tour, like almost and, all of them actually. And, that, so. and, and that's, and I, I understand, I completely understand their logic behind that. And that if they are past their prime. They're getting, they're getting their money. They're right off the sun. So they're not playing as much, but a guy like Matt Wolf, a guy like Taylor Gooch, these young up and coming guys, like they're going to, they don't have the major exemptions. They don't have the, Pedigree, mm-hmm. and they weren't even that high in the world rankings to begin with. Like they're going to plummet in these world rankings, and they're going to have to grind on the Asian tour. Well, to we don't make know these, but we don't know. We don't know how that's going to work. We really like. I, there's no, we don't, be, we don't. We don't. I feel. We don't, I feel like, like for these guys to join this tour, kind of almost instantly. Like there's Greg Norman's got to have something in his back pocket saying like, yeah. oh yeah, you guys will be allowed to play in the PGA Tour like next year. They're not going to be able to keep you off. So and they, that's, and that's honestly might, what but, I think, and I think that's what's going to happen. I think these live golf events are just going to become like secondary events to like weeks where we have a bad tour event like they're just going to go and play in the live golf event kind of similar to earlier this year when when harold varner won the event in saudi arabia and like all these that had a better field than the pga tour and european tour events i think it's just going to be like that i think that's what's going to happen and i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing i think that gives opportunity for younger guys who are on the pga tour to either a get exempt and play in a pga tour event and b acquire world ranking points win a tournament even get into the majors like it, it is a good opportunity for some of the younger players and there's so much talent out there now versus even probably like five years ago that it's and you know think about another 10 years from now or five years from now that it's not going to matter as much if you like the the pga tour if you like watching golf like you're gonna watch both and like you know 
these guys are going to keep coming up out of, you know, junior golf and, you know, still be like, there's going to be more and more superstars. Just yeah. Like I just think the only no, thing, the only thing that concerns I, I me there that is that live golf snaps them up before the other tours. Well, can. that, that, and golf that is right now, live golf doesn't really have those kind of, those like young superstars. They have, I mean, they have a couple that you might not know about yet, but like yeah, they, they have, they have kind of dipped down into the amateur slash yeah. college like ranks to, to a little, a little out. bit, but it's, but as of right now, it's, it is the older major winners. And what happens if live does offer, like it's they're going to offer more college kids. Major yeah. winners. It's uh, oh no no. I, I know I know, but it's like it's like for the most part, it's like the guys you think of are guys past their prime. Like they're it's Poulter's, it's McDowell's, it's uh Pat it's like Perez. The bottom half of it. I mean, when you look at yeah. the, the the odds this week in the in the the field, it's you know it's it's a good field. Yeah, I mean, I I'm think it will be interesting. To watch. When you when you take a look at it, you know past. The, the FedEx Cup playoffs, like it might be, you know, better than you think. Yeah, I just think there's something kind of missing. Like, I think some people do enjoy watching the live golf. Like, there is enjoyable parts of it. I just think like there's something there that they could probably do uh, better. Yeah, that they yeah. probably w- they've only played two events. They probably will do it better at some mm-hmm. point. But like, yeah. just like competition wise, like when you watch a PGA Tour event, no matter how bad the field is, you know they're playing for for something. They're playing for their livelihoods. Where like these guys. Well, he just got a hundred no, to well, finish no, in last place, so yeah, like he's not playing no, for his livelihood. I, I feel like the thing that's missing is the like, like yeah, people are competing for money and they want like, they want their money, but it's not it's not what you would see in a regular like even just a regular tour event sometimes. But, yeah, and I just and like, I don't really know how you like it's just, like you're competing for and there's that. no there's no history involved. Like it's. Yeah. Like a lot of these guys in the that are staying in the PGA Tour, like they want, like a Max Homa, he wants to win, he wants to win Riviera, he wants to win uh, other PGA Tour events that maybe aren't aren't majors. Like everyone wants to win majors, but guys want to win their like a hometown event or an event they grew up watching and going to. It's and there's there's none of that in live, and that's that that's what I think that's a big deal in terms of watching it. There's like there's no. There's no, uh, oh, Tiger won this event four times in a row and so-and-so is going to do it for the fourth time in a row and so, something like that. It's There's none of that history that I guess people will say like, like, wow, that's really cool. And like, and people like, uh, like there's no motive. I feel like there's much less motivation than uh, the PGA Tour and that makes it harder to watch. For me. And I think, I think when it comes down to it, when the PGA Tour, like if the PGA Tour, European Tour, let these players back on the tour and live golf is still there doing their events, it kind of just replaces WGCs. It makes it it's honestly better than WGCs, in my opinion. Like uh, I'd rather watch the live event with the strong field rather than WGC. I was about to see some pretty cool golf courses. They do some things that are a little bit different than a PGA Tour event where like mm-hmm. WGC is literally the same as a PGA Tour event. It's just a little like less of a no, field WG, and it the, means a little bit more. WGC so, like, stupid. Yeah, it's the same thing. But like it live does things different. You get to again, you get to see some pretty cool golf courses that you wouldn't normally see on the PGA Tour. Uh I think that's probably where it's going. And I think that might be the best solution in the end if the, if they there is some kind of truth between tours. If if Liv is gonna keep this going, then that's a, that's a, exactly what they should do. And they should if there's no more fall swing for the PGA tour and the big guys are going to have to fall off for the younger up and coming guys to come up and play these, like if you're in the 75 to 125 range in the uh, FedEx cup and you're playing in the fall and the top guys aren't like, maybe like that's, that's when live can say, all right, we're going to have our events. And like, now I think people are going to watch if Rory, JT and speed aren't going to play. Like maybe that's time for them to pounce and say, we're going to put four of our events in the fall uh also you're competing with football so it's maybe maybe they don't do that i, I don't know but they don't play they don't play on sunday so it doesn't matter they could yeah, do we, wednesday yeah. thursday friday and be done you know <laughs> like they don't play they, they could like it's just three rounds it's you know four hours one day shotgun start i mean it, it is like an interesting like that's something they could do but i, I don't really know it, we'll have to see there has to be some kind of truce at the end and i'm sure that'll happen i just don't know how soon maybe end of the season i think that at the end of the day it's gonna take some time like as golf fans this 
isn't good right now for anybody because I'm not going to sit around and pretend like the first two live golf tournaments were anything to watch. <laughs> and, you know, I liked watching the 3M Open, but like, I'm not going to say that was like the crazy, like the craziest, you know, tournament. No. They're not that it ever is, but, um, you know, it sucks right now, but it could turn into something. Say if, if they, if the two merge, like, or whatever ends up happening, you know, guys are able to play on both, even if they're not merged, it's could turn into something that makes golf more exciting to watch for a longer part of the year. I, I agree. I, I completely agree. In the fact that right now it's not good for golf. Like it's, it's, and I've said this from the beginning, it's, it's diluting the tour. Uh, the best players are split up. It's making the people are probably less people are watching PGA tour. Maybe if they're being, if their favorite player was DJ or a spe- or like a Phil or something like that. Um, but in the long run, it, depending on what happens and we have no idea what's going to happen really. Uh, it could be, it could be, it could make golf a lot better. It, it could make it so that maybe they don't play every week. Maybe there's like, maybe there's a week where the top guys are playing for a big money purse and, and then the next week is a kind of a development guy and maybe like a more of a corn fairy kind of thing. And like people are, it's like a minor league thing almost. And, and then the next week is another big money purse. It gives people more time off. Maybe I mean, it, like, in I, the I, end. I, I think, cause I think part of the problem with the PGA tour is, and I think it's been a problem for years is it's all year round. So it kind of, that kind of dilutes itself in it as well just in terms of people are like like yeah there's always gonna be golf on but at the same time like there it, it lowers the importance of a lot of events like a like a 3m open like uh even the travelers it's uh and if like maybe if they have the big guys only coming out for like like they know they're gonna come out for these events and, like these are the big events along with the majors maybe that i don't know maybe that makes golf people more interesting golf then too who yeah i mean like in the end all you really want is more people to be like you want more eyeballs you want more people to be interested in golf it's good for the game it's good for people like us it's good for most people and if you know shotgun starts that's only four hours and it's only three rounds get some people into the game of golf and that's all you want like that's really just the end goal there i think you just want more people into the into the sport and if that gets people in the golf, it's good for the PGA Tour because they'll watch the PGA Tour. It's good for live golf. It's good for us. It's good for the game. Like it's just good for everything. And there is something I wanted to talk about about all of this before we mm-hmm. move into like the skins portion of the of the episode. I saw something on Twitter. Someone was talking about what it would look like if there was like a Ryder Cup, Presidents Cup type thing for PGA Tour <laughs> versus Live. And I'm just imagining oh my God. that that is what Brent would bring the live golf, the, the 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 excitement to live golf if they did that at like a and it's and live golf like challenge them like to one of their own sites. So say you're having this at like say what's the what is the Trump course in Scotland? Turnberry. Uh, Turnberry. So Turnberry, you would not see on the PGA tour, but say you know it's an open course. live challenges them because and they're going to play at turnberry because that's like their thing and you know pga tour is all of a sudden in a bad position if they're turning down you know a challenge this is all hypothetical like it would be know, interesting i just like wonder how it would, oh, it, it, would the, be, it would take the fans out of it like like just like because i feel like the fans aren't really taking sides in this for the most part i mean like some people are hardcore on the pga are. side of the pga tour but like i don't think people are like hardcore live golf fans right now like i'm not watching anything to do with the pga tour like i just think it won't be like that sense of a Ryder cup but in terms of like the heat of competition like that would be pretty interesting there's no no real fan favorites on the live side though you had like dj bryson brooks like yeah it's like it's like like patrick reed it's like it's basically just a villain squad like it 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 would be it, it it would i think it would be electric if something like that did happen i think you're right that like Nobody like is taking like incredible like mm-hmm. sides right now, but uh, or, like, golf media kind of is. But um, but like it's only on the PGA tour. In that case, and I know I, this is listen. This is all hypothetical. It's not going to happen. It's just fun to talk about. 
yeah yeah i mean like we're at the point with fans it's like either you're strongly pga tour or like you don't really care like you you want to watch both so like i think like there's no one that's standing on a ledge saying like i'm a huge live guy like i'm never gonna watch anything pga tour because because i'm a live guy like no no one's no one's doing no one there's more people area on the side of the pga tour fandom than there is on the uh live golf fandom and you know what? that's just because that's what they're used to and yeah and and the live I mean, it just live golf just started up and it's it's taking away from what people were used to and that's that's what that's what's going to be for a little bit it's going to take it's going to take a while for them to even just get even remotely close to the fan base at the, the pga yeah and, and you know what live golf will get better i think like we're only two events in like they're going to get better like the broadcast is going to get better like everything's going to get better about live golf and also, if you want to go web golf, you could pretty much get free tickets right now. So, yeah, that's the last <laughs> thing. I'll, that, that is the last thing we can talk about real quick with these two minutes before we move into skins. Um, so, all of the a lot of players, a lot of like ambassadors, are posting on their socials like uh, codes to get you know discounted live tickets or the first hundred using the code are free. And like I saw the first person do it with Patrick Reed's link because he happened to see it right off the bat he ordered like like 40 tickets like free and he's not going so he's just like you know pretty Sitting much 40 tickets, the, the, the yeah. point of it is like try to get like as many people as possible there like they don't care about your 75 dollars for a grounds pass um and like i saw troy mullins the on on course reporter um because i i follow her on twitter I saw hers like, you know, pretty soon after she she posted it, and I got like, I just was like, yeah, hey, let's try it out. Did like four tickets because like that's how many people I'd probably go with, and just got four free tickets. I'm probably not gonna go, but <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the problem with doing. I have the option. That's gonna happen, but it'll get the original, it'll get somebody the original to go. One, right? the, the original one, I was like, every single player was posting these, and it was like weeks later you could still get free tickets i'm pretty sure or something like that it's it's well because it was in a part of it was in like london or it was in like no yeah. no it's, it's it was, true. like outside london, london. London. yeah but like yeah. i guess and like the whole idea more, is but... like the whole idea is like if you want to go and walk on a golf course that you probably won't be able to walk on before like this is a good way to get people there this if you want to get people if you like don't have a lot of money you don't want to spend like 200 dollars to go to a pga tour event like this is a great way to get people into the game you want to bring your kids bring them to live it's free like yeah this much. this weekend whether or not you like think it's propaganda or not is going to be pictured as an absolutely wild weekend because like it's jersey and it's like always yeah. like they're, they listen, people are gonna, they're gonna overdo it they're gonna overdo I think people it are gonna jeer and boo too <laughs> Maybe. I, people absolutely I mean are. apparently i was dan rapport that went to to um Portland, Portland, Portland one, and he was saying like, I think like Portland's Portland a little bit different. Mild than, about it. I think that Portland's a little bit different than different uh, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we kind of covered it all. We all gave our our takes, and we circled around the whole thing for you know. Well, 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 one last thing: What do you think about Stenson not or taking the going to live, not not doing the Ryder Cup? I mean, we had a YouTube comment about that. This was probably his. <laughs> it was his last chance to probably take the money. Like, if if Liv does like gain steam and you get a lot of like top players, like Henrik Henrik Stenson doesn't really move the needle that much for like no. a normal golf fan at this point in his career. So like, it was probably like a take the money now or like miss your opportunity. And I, I mean, I guess like you do have the Ryder Cup coming up but it's still like over a year away like roll the dice and hope that like you know maybe you get your captainship back that's it that's that's the only thing i can kind of think of like yeah like he has he has the opportunity it's a year and a half away like maybe he has a chance to do it again but also at the same time like like all right like you're like you committed to like being the captain of this team and then uh, you just let you to kind of ditch it and like you played your whole life for this and like we're such like like a big part of it and now and, like yeah it's a PJ other PJ tour stuff too but 
it's like the Ryder Cup and like it means so much to your country and like the whole all of Europe and everything like that. And then you just but like at this point, who, like who even knows if it means that much anymore? Like, especially if all these guys are gonna go play and live and they're not gonna let them play in the Ryder Cup. Like it might just yeah, kill, and it might kill the Ryder Cup and this like it, the President's Cup as well. Like it's just you know, you get like two players from the the non-American like President's Cup team and you just killed the President's Cup because there's just like not that many players like available i guess that moved the needle no and it's definitely i think something will have to change with the president's cup and probably with the Ryder cup too if it gets to that point if more and more guys go it's i don't know i i just my my initial, my initial thought of it is like you you're i had an analogy about it but i forgot what it was but uh i don't know i'm not a fan of the move just leaving like that uh but i do understand him taking the money if that yeah makes sense. in the end you can't really fault him you like sure like a lot of people probably aren't a fan of him making that move but you you really no, like no, if no. you had i don't know how much money he got offered but let's say it was 50 million dollars if you had 50 million dollars offered to you right now like you could and you could have it right now like it's hard to turn that down. Front, so, yeah it's hard to, it's hard to turn front, that front. Front. Yeah. it is but we'll see how he plays this week Probably not great. I mean, who knows? Probably he's he's been playing sh- shitty for years. I mean, I feel like this is like a like when when we get to these live events. Like so far, it's like close your eyes, throw a dart, and like that's who you think's gonna win. Like we haven't it seen, truly like, is. We haven't seen like the best player. There's no the dogs when yeah. I mean, days. maybe it will happen soon. Maybe your best player in the field will win, but like right now, we haven't. I would say there's no there's no guy who's going like you're just gonna go on a tear. I feel like unless there's someone who's just like like you know what I'm just gonna like maybe like maybe a DJ decides to go be savage and just say I'm gonna win every single one of these and just like try to go like Tiger. He's not. You know that. He's no. He's no. He's not. He can't. He's not. Like why would like? But maybe like but like like, that's my point. Like like maybe someone just says like you know what like everyone's kind of taking this like I could do I'm gonna go out and get my four million dollars every week. Like like who like someone might very someone could do that maybe. Jason Kokrak's making his debut. Yeah, Kokrak. That's gonna be him. Kokrak. Yeah, he's the one motivated for it for sure. Okay, well, let's talk about who's gonna win this week. You want to start with Bedminster, or do you want to talk with uh, Classic? You know, let's, let's start with Bedminster because we're we're on that pace right now on the Live Golf. Um, I will um, go first, I guess. Um, my pick is going to be Paul Casey, twenty to one. Just like if you look at the last two winners, Charles Schwartzel, and then who was it, Brandon Grace? Like, yeah, yeah, kind of fits that profile of a guy who like hasn't really won on tour in a while, but like is still pretty solid golfer, but probably past his prime so paul casey it is yeah and on the other hand of that i think it's time that somebody like brandon grace or you know charles walter schwartzel doesn't win and that's why i think that the momentum i know that this isn't a great value pick but the momentum is going towards bryson uh yeah. eight to one i feel like that's not awful for a 48 man field um played well and played yeah. really well at the open so I mean, I don't not, know. not that the open is not going to make no. any difference to Mr. like it doesn't compare yeah but but yeah but like just playing well in general like you know form i yeah uh i mean it really is dart throw um i think abraham answer could go out and get it but I, I'm gonna. I'll go with. I'll go with. I'll go with Kokrak. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Kokrak's that guy. I think. I think Kokrak someone becomes the, ti- the Kokrak's go, the Tiger do Woods of the Live Golf Tour when we look back he'll be, on it in 20 this years. Perfect for him too. He'll be. He'll be making his PGA. He'll be PGA Live Golf debut, and he can go. He can pull Michael Jordan, go to Atlantic City during the during the wee hours of the night before his rounds the next day. I mean, it, it like up. I said, you, looking down Live Golf 40 years down the road, when Jason Kokrak wins 
seven events in a row or be like, yeah, that, that Are was we a talking about Jason, Co- Jason Cooker is the greatest golfer of all time after. He yeah, gets as, exactly. Or like, oh, Jason, like <laughs> Tiger. Yeah. Screw that. Like Jason Kokrak went out there and he won 10 live golf events in a row and made so much money. <laughs> I think made, that, uh, Jason Kokrak played, Jason Kokrak played 20 years in the live golf tour and never missed a cut. Can you believe that? <laughs> hey, I mean, how much yeah. you want to bet? How much you want to bet? Like cuts end up happening and live golf and like if if it like gains I think will. the future. I think it, I think it very well. I don't know. Your forty-eight man field turns into an one hundred and twenty man field, and there's two shotguns. You really have to be trying to take over the PGA Tour for that to happen. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, um, I think they, they might have say, to. I will say that I think those first two pages I showed you. Um, of the odds list in the group chat, I don't think anybody wins outside of that. So that means like nobody, Charles, Honey Duplis, Howard, you don't think he's going to win? Holder, Schwartzel, Matt Jones, Harding, Westwood. Like, I don't think any of those guys have it in them. I mean, Hudson Swafford probably has it in him. But other than that, dude's okay. won on the PGA Tour like recently. <laughs> yes. You mean is that isn't that you don't you mean Pat Desire? Have proven to play Paris very difficult. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean I've seen some of the worst shots I've ever seen in like a pro golf event, like in these two with golf events so far. I don't know why. Like it just and I'm not a fan of it, I don't like it, but PJ Tour would bring the Get get the team aspect, get an actual team thing going, get like a full year. Like that'd be cool. That'd I mean, not cool. so hot take. I don't even like the team aspect. Like, I don't see any like I, I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be really I like cool. It. I, don't I, like I, I, I think I like it, but it's so dumb that they have it like switched up every week. Like just that's have like, one team the entire like year. Yeah. Not doing that next year. Good. Because no. like if, if they're gonna have that sustainable, like having one team and like actually creating rivalries, like that'd be interesting. I it's think. gonna be like a franchise next year and it's gonna be like you like renew them after a year or whatever. It's and so then you can like make trades and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like that so, that that's that's interesting. I think the PJ Tour should adopt something similar to that if they're gonna uh if they wanna like it's just it's just like going. so that's so different to like what the history of the PGA tour like is. Like it's oh, hard it is. to like it, introduce like, it, it, but it's stale. Yeah, that's it's, probably it, why it, it, it has gotten stale but, but like it's 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 not gonna like this like doing what they're doing with live is not gonna it's not like they're going out going out and playing alternate shot. They're like they're playing it's still all the history of what like the PGA tour would be. But there's just the added sense of like, okay, you're like you get you can root on your team members like to, to I mean, do this. Like I like, had the like, idea like, for the PGA tour, and I think they should adopt it, but they won't because players use mixed bags and stuff. But like, come on, team tailor made, team titleist, team like you at the end of the season, you have the titleist standings or the tailor made standings. Like, like put them against each other. Like, why not? Do uh yeah, team. Team no, ping, team, team, team yeah. yeah, like to like, like or or, or sponsors. You could do sponsors as well, but like I, I just but, think like if you pin like TaylorMade against Titleist against Ping against and like TaylorMade blows out the competition, like that's great for for TaylorMade. Everybody's gonna start buying all their like, think, clubs and honestly, stuff. Like if they did that, it would end up being kind of lame. Probably, I but I think it, probably it very well could. Be. But, but well, they could they could institute the normal teams, and it probably still would be kind of lame. Like. Right now, the web golf team's a little bit lame right now, just because of the way they yeah. have it set up and the also logos are different, a little cringy. The, it, has, yeah, it has to be different logos and but team names. That's stupid. Let's move into Rocket Mortgage Classics picks because I do have a 20-minute walk to Jeeks after this before the Yankee game, and I'm trying to make it there on time. So. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, just going into the Rocket Mortgage Classic Detroit Golf Club I think this is a bomber's course, honestly. It is bomber's paradise. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you like you played it many you times on PGA Tour two K twenty one. Yeah, times. you you bomb the ball and you have a good putting week and you're gonna have it's a not good week. the worst field you've ever seen. Oh, not no. at all. This it is could, a great. It's better than last week. week. Great it's better week than for somebody like Will Zalatoris or Cam Young to get their first PGA Tour win. Yes, exactly. That's why I want to like go that. first. I was gonna say uh, Cam Young is the guy. I'm like he, he I, I could easily see him. Win. I mean, yeah, Bomber's game. Paradise because that's Brian, probably what it. Brian Kirshner tweeted. He was like, "I think Cameron Young's gonna be a sneaky pick this week." <laughs> Not even sneaky. He's probably the <laughs> no, favorite. He's, uh, besides, he's like sixteen to one. <laughs> that, was the, that was the point. That was the point. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, well, I could absolutely see that. I, I would have loved to pick him, but like, I just, I didn't really want to do it. The thing is that the, the, the thing is, like, even watching the open a couple weeks ago, like, I'm watching it with like my girlfriend's dad, and he has no idea who this guy Cameron Young is. Like, it's like, like people, like people still don't know who he is, and he's like sixteen to one. People are like, like, like who the hell is this guy? And, like, it's like he, he's he's a great, he's a like, I, yeah. I think I think after guy, a couple I'm, weeks, they're gonna, everybody's gonna know his name. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm going to go with a little bit more of a sneaky pick. I'm going to go with Taylor Pendriff. I think he is 60 to one. He's a bomber, he, isn't he? He is a yeah. bomber. He's 14th in driving distance on tour this year. And he's been like sneaky good oh, the last true. like couple weeks or so. A couple top 20s in his last like four or five weeks. I think he has three top 20s. So, you know, bomber's paradise. Might as well pick a bomber who could get hot off the putter. So we'll see. I have... So I'll go with one winner, but I have a couple takes. Oh boy. So my winner is going to be Chris Dodderup. Because he's like a bomber. That. But I think I more know. realistically, he's 100 to 1. I think more realistically, like, I love him for like a top like 10 or 20. Like, I, I, I love that. Like, there's probably some great value on that. He's um, 100 to 1. Chris, yeah, Chris, I have on Chris Guy up on here is 60 to 1. On what? On, oh, well, I. Hey, I'm seeing 100 to one on on a different site. Yeah, right, well, I mean, that's, that's cool. you're well, the sites have very good. different odds. To be fair, yeah, um, I'll say this one. That was that's a big difference. But um, another take I have is that Ricky Fowler has been driving the ball very well. I have Ricky Fowler in my DFS lineup. This Love week. that. And I've looked at the last couple of weeks, and I'm like, well. and he's rocking the mortgage. last couple of weeks. I'm like, Ricky's kind rocking of like making guy. a move. Yeah. He also a rock and mortgage guy. So he's been struggling. Yeah. Hometown, his, hometown game. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> with his uh, like short irons, which is kind of like you can like that's that's a, a part of the, your game that like like PGA Tour yeah. have. Like it's not something that you just can't have. Like not everybody has like the Cameron Young or Will Zalatoris like two thirty accuracy like with like, a long iron. But like mm-hmm. they all have that somewhere in them, like the the short. And you know, Ricky does. So I think Ricky is another one. That like maybe he doesn't win, but maybe he posts like a you know like another like a top ten, like I talked about with God or up. Um, another storyline I like. Uh, Tom Kim, John John Young. I forget what his. First oh, name. is he like thirtieth in the world or something like that? Yeah. Uh, Joe Hyung. Kim, but his name's Tom. Tom Kim. Yeah. Pretty electric yeah. on the PGA Tour uh, like He's socials. pretty good. I think that's like another guy that like, you know, maybe not a pretty winner, but like if we're talking like DFS and all that, like it's another guy like he's like twice, like at like 7,100, 7,300 or something like that. Really, really good value there. Is he like 40th in the world? Something yeah, like he's, that. He's yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's the Asian Tour whatever manipulator whatever you want to call it but like if i was to put together one of those cards of just like straight value that you see on like twitter if guys put like four of them i'd put like i'd put goddard up i'd put fowler i'd put chris kirk weirdly no chris kirk is like and then my favorite and then my favorite would just be like like kind of crazy that cam young is at 18 to 1 um yeah yeah i mean what what do we think about uh, this kind of seems like a little obvious. Just came to the top of my head. What do we think about Cam Champ? Seventy-five to one. Just because it's a bomber's paradise and all that stuff. Know. The guy can win. Like at a he did, he did play well on the weekend last week. Yo, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He doesn't do it for me. But it's a bomber's course. Like you never like you never really. Max Loma has get... sneaky distance. Yeah. yeah. Is he is he playing this week? Yeah, he is. And, and he's, his, oh, he's like, his stats are pretty. 53rd, you know, I think. 305. Yeah, 53rd That's driving distance. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, I mean, like his stats are pretty undeniable. He hit the goal. He hit the goal. could easily win this, too. And yeah, no, like, I was on him last week and he missed the cut. So that, yeah. that uh, like. He was kind of due for like a bad week, though. I feel like he's been, I've seen him every week just like, you know, yeah, he's like, he's like very good in like all the strokes gain categories as well. So. I lo- I love him. I, I hope he wins. So. He's he's a very he good advanced so. statistics uh, player, kind of kind of like in baseball. I mean that means he's due the big the big tone like but the big tone. On the contrary, you want to who's like really good here historically, Kevin Kisner. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's different ways to win. So there's different ways to do it, but like, I just don't, like historically though, it is. Yeah. The last couple of years have been guys. What was this? Uh, I remember watching a lot of this term last year. I think it was like Hank LaBiota and Cameron Davis. Cam Davis won. Yeah. yeah Cameron Davis. Davis like there was a five hole playoff Davis and Troy Merritt. That's yeah, right. It was uh, yeah. Troy Merritt, Neiman was right there. I think I picked Neiman that week, and then uh, Lebiota was he burst onto the scene that one week. Uh, I remember that. Maybe I'll watch a little bit of it. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. So you watching live golf? I will not be watching. Live I'll golf. probably watch live golf on Thursday for like 20 minutes and be like, actually yeah, Thursday. Like, Thursday I have off of works. So maybe I'll watch live golf and play a little bit of golf. Yeah, no, you could you live golf like I don't know what time it starts in New York, but like it's only four hours. Like shotgun start and you're done. True. That is the nice part about it. It's not like an all day thing. It's just like this is the time. Like yeah, it's yeah. like a baseball. Probably, probably, probably on like two or something like that. I think yeah, probably when I'm done. I don't know what time I did it in Portland, but I think that's right. I think it's in uh London I did it like so it was like two local time, something like yeah. that. Something like that. Anyway. Um, let's get in the clubhouse real quick to end it. Um, did anyone play? Me and Jeek played. I yeah. played. I shot. How'd you guys play? I shot 88. I shot 89. Left a bunch at the mine. Yeah. yeah. Left a bunch of shots out there. I, uh, just didn't make any putts and did not have driver, but yeah. I will say my putting is, is very good. But my putting feels good. I just, they're just not going in. Like it feels good, but they're just like just skimming the hole. My putter and my driver you do both very good. That's good to hear. I, I, honestly, my driver, I'm I'm hitting draws again. Yeah. It's I'm hitting draws again, and they're high. They're really high. I'm getting back into that's it. The tr- that's the Trevor. That's the old Trevor. Uh, I know. I'm I'm excited because I feel I played. Uh, on Sunday, and I shot 81. I wasn't really heavy about, but I had two a do- two doubles and a triple. So the other, so the other 15 holes, I was three over par total, and that was it. And I felt like I hit a lot of, I missed a lot of putts too. So I've, I, 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 I was, I'm uh, hitting the ball well. You know, number 10 at Silvermine, the par five. Yeah, I was in the like the front bunker in front of the green in two shots, and I made seven. <laughs> the par five what, killed me. I, I didn't did, have my driver. Did, did, so. did it take you forever to get out of the bunk out of the bunker or something? Uh, I just bladed it, uh, it. Yeah. over the green, and then I duffed a chip. We've had we it was it's been a couple dry weeks in this area until like we had uh, the rainstorm last the couple days. Was Sam very, was a little, little tough. Eh. I was, I was, and I was say, in the sand all day, so it's like I honestly like because leading up to that, my my sand game had been like pretty solid, like just like kind of getting it out. Of the bunker yeah. putting like not like getting up and down or whatever but um if i just like like consistent like, like dang not out. a lot to ask for i probably would have shaved like five to six seven strokes off the round yeah my <laughs> round got my round got ruined on nine i was like five over through eight and then i topped two into the water on nine and that was the end of the round for me just the driver. I had all the other clubs in the bag, like pretty well, but the driver was like as bad as it's ever as it's ever been, which is interesting what because yeah, it was like, okay like last week, but whatever. Right now, as a week, that's what it's. Uh, I, Larry, the one the one of the holes that doubled was I had a hundred yard wedge shot chunked into the water, made double, and then on the uh, par three, I hit into the bunker, and I hadn't been in the bunker all day. I'm like, I was like, literally giving my girlfriend's dad lesson to get out of the bunker and i was like hitting bunker shots before and it took me four shots to get out of the bunker that's tough like just four just chunk chunk, yeah, chunk. i have and a i have a new was, strategy it was unbelievable i have a new strategy like around 100 yards slash like just inside just outside 100 it's don't even take the lob wedge anymore or like the 56 and just take like a pitching wedge and swing like half just punch it and, yeah, yeah and it like works I, out I like way that. better for me i have like, been that's been the much. scoring area and it's not good for me so yeah, I don't it's hard. It's that. hard. It's hard to hit. I feel like it's hard to control and hit a full. Like if you're, if I'm hitting like a full sixty, like it's. I feel like that's like a hard shot to hit. Like you're yeah. So I just well. started like hitting a little punch, yeah. like pitching wedges. Like it, it works really well on number two. Like on number two, I just hit it short and it just like rolls all the way up onto the green. It's like pretty nice. 
So that's my uh, my tip of the day. I like struggle if your wedges. Just pull out a pitching wedge or a nine iron. Spins in golf. I didn't take any full swings the other day, actually, which was interesting. Just take take the John Round Tony Fimo route. I've been Tony struggling Fimo with route. my ball striking and just it, like, punch out. Just didn't really punch lose it every like, single time. Didn't really lose any like distance. I just like took like seventy five percent swings and I hit the ball a lot better. So I don't know. Yeah, I got I got I got I, I got to come back up and play. We got I got to play the mine once this summer. We'll play and see how I see how I fare after being a weekend golfer for a little bit. Yeah. All right. That can be the end of the episode. I feel like uh, we'll recap some Long live one. next week, and I think what I don't know what tournaments next week, but we'll get through the, the stretch. Is it, is it FedEx? Maybe no, it's uh, is it Wyndham. The Wyndham. Oh, oh, great! Wyndham, and then the Northern, Northern Trust. But no, not the Northern Trust. No, after the Wyndham. Actually, the my Northern my Trust parents are coming down next weekend, so I don't need to watch. Golf. The Northern Trust is is no oh, longer. What's it renamed? It, it's FedEx. the. Uh, St. Jude. Yeah, yeah it's Google, Google Google still has it as a Northern Trust, but then I say TPC Southwind. I'm like, that's not in the Northeast. Yeah. Rest in peace, Northern Trust. Yeah. All right. Enjoy the live golf, I guess. <laughs>